This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Everyone's hearing super smiling. This message of unconditional love. Boys in the Air Force, super smiling. Here to save the day. Kindness is the way. We begin now. Hi, everybody. We are on a super smiley adventure where we know that animals are healers and teachers and that they will always lead us on grand adventures if we're just open to what they have to say and where they lead. I'm Megan Blake, dog trainer and the pet lifestyle coach. On our show, you get pet information, but even better, inspiration and integration of all things you can use to enhance your life with your pet. Our show is inspired by and named after my handsome dog, Super Smiley, who led me on a lifetime of adventures and I feel his spirit every day. Smiley was abandoned three times on the streets of downtown Los Angeles, and he survived. And he inspired the world's first kindness program, teaching kids kindness through pets, the Super Smiley Project. We traveled the country speaking to thousands of kids about the lessons pets can teach us, kindness, courage, patience, and about pet adoption and rescue. And all these themes are surprisingly similar to our guest today, who is a survivor of all survivors. He is a force of nature. Groomed from his childhood to survive the harshest streets and the hardest prisons, he landed in the toughest, including San Quentin. And he survived with violence and death all around him. While in solitary confinement with the possibility of a death penalty, an epiphany turned his life from survival of the fittest to a path of saving others lost to the streets. Through fate and divine intervention, he moved through all of this to become one of the most recognized film faces in the world, acting in over 350 films and television series, opposite stars including Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, Nicolas Cage, and dozens more in films including Heat, Con Air, Machete, Spy Kids. He is also one of the most loved actors in the world. Now, through all his work, he not only saves people, but is a powerful dog advocate, and he loves his doggies. Welcome, Danny Trejo. Danny, thank you so much for joining us on a super smiley adventure. Thank you, Danny. Thank you. And this is Penny Lane. Penny Lane. Oh, my. She is gorgeous. Penny Lane is beautiful. Everybody, I want all the listeners to know that Danny, everyone adores Danny Trejo. We are on Zoom right now. Y'all can't see him, but he just put little Penny Lane up there, a cute little white doggy. And first, Danny, let's jump right into the interview. I read your book. I've got it right here. Look at all my notes. It's all marked up. Let me say the name Trejo, my life of crime, redemption, and Hollywood. And I literally poured over every word and felt every image it is profoundly inspiring it's so personal raw and visceral that i felt like i was reading a journal not even meant for other people's eyes so danny let's start at the very 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 beginning for this interview can you paint a picture for our listeners and just touch on your youth and how you came to be ensign at san quentin and the circumstances you faced there because that's the beginning of your story well you, you know i had an uncle that turned me on to grass when i was eight years old Gave me a fix of heroin when I was 12. And it's funny because I never thought I was, be, uh, well, that was abuse. I thought it was sharing. And then I, you know, I, I had a dad that was a tyrant, a grandfather, same. They were just, I wouldn't say they were mean. To me, that was machismo. Yeah. You know, and there's a big misconception there that, oh, he's macho, you know, but it was abuse. I didn't know it, you know, and, uh, you know, I had one uncle. 
that I adored. And he was the last of 11 kids, I think. So they kind of like were done with kids. So me and my uncle kind of got together and he happened to be an armed robber and a drug addict. And that was my role model. Your role model. And Danny, I remember in your book, you said that he was your role model. Like if he had been a sports star, you might have gone into football and been a sports star. So you were, exactly. I bet that's what ended you up in these hard, hard prisons. And reading your book, I feel like I literally spent a deep, intimate walk with you. Everybody it is such a ride. It reads like Homer's Odyssey, except it is true. And Danny, I knew your basic story, but I had no idea of the path and the deep spiritual work that you embody. Would you tell us about your epiphany that moved you from the path of prison and fighting for your survival to the path of literally saving others? What happened? When, when I was in prison, first of all, as I was in prison, I was a what you would call a, a convict. I excelled. And I excelled because of the training that my uncle gave me from the age of eight of what to do and what not to do and how to be a man and how not to step backwards and, and, uh, but not be a bully. You know, you had to have an aura, an aura that said, mess with me, I'll kill you. And then I'll go kill the guy that dry cleans your clothes. And if you have that aura, people don't want to mess with you. If you get in a, a fight and, and you try to bite somebody's juggler vein, people tend to say, whoa, wait a minute. I don't want to mess with this guy. And so, because people aren't afraid of tough guys, but crazy people, they don't want to mess with. And so uh, it was uh, in 1968, Cinco de Mayo, there was, a, there was quite a riot going on. And me and Two other inmates went to the hole with gas chamber offenses. And, you know, by the grace of God, I remember saying, dear Heavenly Father, you let me die with dignity. I'll say your name every day and I will do whatever I can for my fellow inmate. Now, I said inmate. I never thought I was getting out of prison. And I think God heard me and said, OK, we'll see. August 23rd, 1969, they gave me what was called a RUAP. That means they literally kicked you out of prison. 30 days and I'm out. And uh, I started, because it wasn't the kind of deal that I said, help me pass this test, God, and I'll I'll be good. Or don't let me get caught sneaking into my house. Or, it wasn't that kind of, it was let me die, you know. Yeah, with dignity. With dignity. Yeah, and, yeah. And so I started trying to be a better person from the day I was, in fact, I got out on a Saturday. I went to a meeting that night. That Sunday, I remember standing out in front of my mom's, and one of the ladies in the neighborhood was pulling out her trash cans because they didn't have the big kind of trash the cans. ones, yeah. Well, yeah, you just put everything in a tub and yank it out. And I remember going up to her to help her, and her words were, no me robas, Danny. Don't rob me, Danny. Yeah. I had ripped off everybody in this neighborhood. And so I remember saying, and I grabbed her trash can and I pulled it out. And then I went to her backyard to get her other one. And she never took her eyes off me because she knew I was going to steal something. And I, I didn't. I took her trash can out. And that's what I started doing. On Sundays, I would start taking out the old people's trash. Danny, I read in your book when you had that moment, you said, I asked God to help me stay clean. And he told me, he said, he told me to help people. That's what you wrote yeah, in your book. Yeah, yeah I love absolutely. it. And to divine intervention, your book is filled with event after event that seemed they could only be divine interventions. Be of service to my children. That's the word. Be of service to my and because you know, because in the program I am, in the program I'm in, they talk about be of service. You know, 
but they're talking to the program. No, it's like, it's be of service to your community, be of service to your fellow man, not just to the program. Making coffee isn't being of, it's being of service at the start, but you have to learn how to, how to take your old clothes and just give them to the homeless, how to buy some hamburgers and, and feed them, you know, yeah. it's so simple. With whoever's right in front of you, the divine interventions. Now tell us how you first stepped onto a movie set and how that led to your first film role because to me that was nothing more than divine intervention tell us okay i was working with this kid who was uh, uh an addict and it was cocaine right because 1985 cocaine was crazy and it was gonna have me be an extra and he got me into this little agency that passes out extras and we w- went on this film was it he called and said hey we're on this film we went to this movie that was a, a movie called runaway train and i walked onto this set and I'm looking at this guy, he's looking at me, and he says, you're Danny Trejo. I said, yeah. I said, you're Eddie Bunker. I was in prison with this guy. Wow, there you go. And he said, Danny, are you still boxing? I go, no, I, I, I'm i 40 years old, Holmes. I, I don't get hit in the face anymore. He said, we need somebody to train one of the actors how to box. I said, what's it pay? Because they were going to give me 50 bucks cash. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah. And he says, I said, he says, 320 a day. And I says, how bad do you want this guy beat up? I thought he wanted me to beat somebody up. I would have done it for another 50 bucks. And, <laughs> and uh, I started training an actor named Eric Roberts how to box for the movie Runaway Train. The director saw me, saw that I could handle Eric, and he hired me. There you go. A guy named Andre Kajalowski. That is divine intervention. And Danny, you've starred in iconic films like... Oh, my God, everything. Heat, Con Air, Machete, Spy Kids. Can you share with us a story or something that struck you on one of these films that you've carried with you and helped shape you? Maybe someone you worked with? Tell us a story. Let me me tell you, I have worked, and every movie I go to, I find somebody who's having a problem with alcohol or drugs. And I tell, hey, come on, let's go to a meeting. We'll go to a meeting together, man. And and it's like there's so many people, grips, actors that have had problems and, and you know, they're in meetings now. And my assistant, Mario Castillo, another divine intervention. I met him. I was doing a movie called Blood In, Blood Out. We were doing it in San Quentin. I told him that he was a resident. He won't call himself an inmate. I was a resident. And so I told him to come into the movie. He says, you can't. The Mexican mafia said, nobody from Southern California can do movies because of what was going on with Edward James almost with the American me thing. So I said, okay. So, but we made friends eight years later, the guy I met in San Quentin came out and we were like going to meetings and stuff and he got sick and he, uh, couldn't work. So I said, well, come work for me. You know, I, I need somebody to take care of my stuff. And all right. So because I was traveling. So he came work for me. It's the guy that saved my son's life. Wow, Danny, this is my son amazing. was dying. It's amazing. My son was dying. Do you understand? My son was dying of his. Yeah, addiction. Gilbert. Yeah. Gilbert. Yeah, yeah. And Mario kicked in the door to a house that a bodyguard was scared to go into and grabs him and pulls him out. And we took him to rehab. My son's got seven years clean going on eight. Congratulations and God bless you both. That's not God working. There you go. And Danny, there is so much to talk about with you. And we're going to get more into Danny's work and love of dogs right after this break. Smiley, are you with us? Good boy. Smiley, smiley, smiley. Take a bite out of your competition. 
advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There is no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Odyssey, TuneIn, Stitcher, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Everyone here is super smiling. This and we are back on a super smiley adventure with Danny Triejo. I'm so excited to get back into it with Danny. But first, I've got to share something with you all that's really personal to me about one of my new sponsors. And this really is personal. I know you all know I'm always on the lookout for ways to improve our lives with our pets. And you all know how much I love and I still love my dear super smiley. And if there's any way I can help our pets live longer, live with less pain and less dis-ease, I will share it with you. And I've literally found a Nobel Prize winning wonder molecule. It's an antioxidant over 172 times stronger than vitamin C with over 28,000 published papers on its ingredients. It's called C60 for carbon 60. And my biggest endorsement of it is that my new German Shepherd on Indeed has taken it. My miniature horse, Mini Haha, has taken it. And I am taking it. And I'd love to invite you all to try it with us. To get a 10% special Super Smiley Adventure discount, go to PetsLoveC60.com and it's all there. Yes, Pets Love C60. And now back to Danny Trejo. Now, Danny, you took the Michael Caine philosophy of accepting acting roles, which is that it's honorable work. Take the job. Absolutely. Yeah, you've been in hundreds of films flying from country to country doing speaking engagement one after the other. You said they all blurred together, but I have to mention to our listeners, I'm an actor and I worked with you on the film Iborgs, right? Yes, yes. Yes, in Winston-Salem. And it's so funny. I remember all the restaurants in Winston-Salem said, we allow smoking. You know? <laughs> That's so funny. It's amazing you remember that, Danny. It's so cool. And, Danny, also, you and I also met several times in Los Angeles at events on red carpets making appearances for animal advocacy. And, yes, Danny, you yes. met our dear Super Smiley. He passed away two months ago, but you met Super Smiley. Yes, I did. What I remember about you in person was your giant smile. It just resonated joy <laughs> and love for dogs and your work. And I want to thank you for that dose of high life vibration you gave me. I don't trust people that don't like dogs. <laughs> don't, really, I, something wrong. And you know what? See, the thing is, dogs are our responsibility. You know, these dogs were going, having sex anywhere pooping anywhere, any doing whatever they wanted. We're the ones that called them into our fire and we domesticated them. And so every time I pass a shelter, I always, we're not living up to our responsibility. See, we have a responsibility to them dogs. I agree, Dan. And I want to go to a question at the end. Your writing partner, he wrote about you that you said, I don't have the quote right in front of me, but what can we do? Go visit people, visit people, visit dogs in the shelter. Talk about that. Absolutely. Yeah. Go walk them. Go walk them. You want to help? Just go walk them. They'll let you walk them. 
you know, it's like, but I know you're too busy. I know. Yeah. And because it's, it's like, wait a minute. You know, it's so funny. One of these guys from the program had a, had a meeting at juvenile hall and he invited five of the, of the want to be bad guys in Hollywood. Right. And, oh yeah, sure, 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 sure. And then he invited me. And so I showed up and then all of them called and they were busy. Yeah. And, and he, he asked me, I remember him calling his sponsor saying trail was the only one that showed up. And he says, he says, well, that's all you need. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And <laughs> I felt so proud, but he asked me why Danny, I said, because I owe, do you understand them? Hollywood kids, they don't know. They've been babied and, and pampered, you know, since they were kids and now they're brats. They're not tough guys. They're brats. And so they don't owe. I owe. Yeah. And I think your son, Gilbert, he said it so well. He showed you a picture of the huge mural of you in the Philippines. And he said, yeah, this is cool, but it's more. You've seeped into this collective psyche, right? What yeah. do you think about that? I agree. You are part of us. I, you know what? It's like, it's, you know, the, again, it's like the whole world can think you're a movie star, but you can't. You know, and, and I see stuff and I think the uh, first thing I do is say, thank you, G thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. You know, because I know where it comes from. You know, I know that that without that, without the spirituality, I still be in prison. Yep, absolutely. And and dogs, they help us so much be grounded. The first two pages of your book with all this craziness, the first two pages talks about your childhood dog, Blackie, and about your little cousins who went to find the kittens to save, hoppies in the pictures. Tell us about how dogs help shape you. Tell us. Well, you know what? It's like, it's funny. I'll tell you one story. When I got out of prison this last time, and I hadn't seen a dog in like four and a half years. Oh, my. And uh, I remember I came out of prison and the, the Greyhound stopped. I was coming down from Solidad and the Greyhound stopped at a, a Greyhound bus depot. We, everybody went in to get to eat food yeah, yeah. and stuff and take a break. And uh, I see beautiful German Shepherd, right? Wow, a dog! <laughs> uh, you know, and, and this dog turned around, come down, <laughs> and his master was like, what? He couldn't believe it. He says, because because this was a trained animal. And he says, the guy, are you dog? <laughs> and I, I don't know. He says, he says, he doesn't do that. I says, I says, uh, I just felt so good that he welcomed me home. They you know. know what I mean? He welcomed me home. They know. In your book, you mentioned dogs teach us, taught you lessons. And I know for a fact, I've learned so much from dogs. Tell us oh, yeah. about what you've learned yourself spiritually or personally from dogs what have they taught you well you know what i honestly believe that like uh i got a pit bull right now and me and max and mario my friends we saved this little dog that was trying to commit suicide a blackie he was in the streets a black shaggy dog that was his name and we he would walk out to the middle of the street and he would like sit there oh my god and osborne is a busy street yeah and I know so it. yeah we stopped you know, I stopped at block traffic and I got out and I took him and I put him on the curb and he just like walked back. But you could tell he was walking like funny because he was crippled and and he and he went back to the middle of the street. And so Max and Mario, the people started honking because I was blocking Osborne and started honking. So Max and Mario got out. Now, if you look in the in the dictionary under Cholo Chicano Gangster, it's got their picture. Okay, they look just tattooed, neck, neck, ball head. 
and they both get out of the car and they're trying to explain no we're trying to save a dog everybody rolled up their windows <laughs> <got quiet. laughs> that's awesome and so i this dog wouldn't say so i picked him up i put him in my, the trunk of my car closed it took him to the vet took him to the groomer and said hey clean this dog up what can you do for this dog the guy made a joke and said put him to sleep and the the look that Mario and and Max gave this guy was like, oh my God, I'll, I'll do everything I can. And so when we got him back, he said, the reason he was limping was because his nails had oh, grown man. into the pads oh, of his feet. Man. Yeah. And so he said, this dog must have been a homeless dog. Yeah. And his, his owner either went to jail or or die. And, right. uh, and so we put uh, pictures up around the neighborhood and nobody claimed i had him for eight years i love and that this pit bull, the pit bull when blackie went went uh blind he would sit right by the steps and he would want to go to the bathroom he would whoo he'd bark pit bull would come and actually stay with him on the side of the pool of the swimming pool yeah, to protect him, to protect him. And he wouldn't let him go in the pool and they'd go out to the grass. I swear to God, go out to the grass. He'd go to the bathroom and then stay there a while when he wanted to come back. The same thing, the pit bulls are on, but he would give that bark and the bull would walk him back. I still got the bull, but Blackie passed away. Oh, uh, Danny, that's amazing, amazing story. And my first dog's name was Blackie. My very, very first dog when I was a little girl. This reminds me, so much of you too how the dogs on the streets they fight they fight they survive but then when they're allowed to be with each other they help each other is that crazy i got five i got five dogs and they're all just get along and you know what's funny when the other dogs come over like my kid's mom she's got two and she brings them over and they're just all everybody just plays it's like a play game it's like a play date. You know? <laughs> I love the play date. And we just have a little more time with you. We want to be so respectful of your time. I want to hear about the most powerful poster I have ever seen. And it's with Danny Trejo. Smiley, are you with us? Kid boy. Hey, friends. 12 million. That's the number of dogs and cats this year alone that will be diagnosed with cancer or another chronic disease. But we can all fight back with a scientifically proven, all-natural, super antioxidant called C60. This incredible, Nobel Prize-winning, vet-approved product is now available for our best friends, our pets. Do what hundreds of pet owners have already done. Get your pet on the path to a healthier, happier, and longer life. Pet Life Radio listeners will receive 10% off their first bottle. Go to PetsLoveC60.com to learn more. This is a limited time offer, so go to PetsLoveC60.com today. That's PetsLove, the letter C, the numbers 60.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hi, I'm Francis Fisher, and you are on a super smiley adventure. Everyone's here in Super Smiley. This message of unconditional love. And we're back on a super smiley adventure with Danny Trejo. Hey, Danny. Who comes out today? <laughs> <laughs> now, I know you don't know this about me. I worked with Super Smiley in the inner city Los Angeles with the Salesian Boys and Girls Club, teaching kindness through pets. 
and we touched on spay and neuter. And about that time, you came out, you appeared on a black and white poster, shirtless, tattooed, your long black hair with a massive, the most massive bad looking dog I've ever seen for spay and neuter. Yeah, Do you remember that? Tell us about that poster. That was in New York. I was in New York. I was in New York. I stand there. We wanted to do this poster for Bay and And I said, okay, wait. So we walked out the middle of Times Square, <laughs> sat down, freezing cold. I'm standing there. And it was funny. The police were trying to get people off the background. They wouldn't move. I whistled, hey, I'm trying to take this picture. <laughs> Honestly, God, everybody moved. And <laughs> that's like, it's empty, right? It was full. And, and I'm standing there with this. Beautiful dog, right? Gorgeous. And yeah, stay in neuter LA. And uh, when I spoke at a, at a high school, I told them I'd, I'll sign a poster if you spay and neuter. 80 kids showed up. One kid showed up. It wasn't even his dog. He says, I, it's my neighbor's dog. I, <laughs> <wouldn't even know. laughs> I love that. And then the poster, oh my God, Danny is just looking as handsome and macho with this massive dog. And the, do you remember the poster said, it says, real men spay and neuter their dogs but a lot of you know talk about that a lot of men a lot of guys they just don't want to do it and i experienced that down there too so dang i think that was one of the most powerful spay neuter i know it was i'm still blown away by it so thank you thank you well you know what it's like people don't understand puppies have puppies have puppies yeah yeah turns into hundreds of all of a sudden you got 150 dogs yeah you know so it's like uh uh uh, god our shelters are full so you are not living up to your responsibilities. You know, it's like, we are those shelters are full. Now I got five, you know what I mean? And it's like, I know I'm trying to help them all I can. And we still, we'll go down and walk them. Yeah. You know, that's all, hey, walk them, who cares? You know? Yeah, and Danny, at the end of your book, you mentioned all these dogs. I don't know who's alive now, but you got Duke, Liam, Zeke, Penny Lane, Sergeant Pepper. Tell us about your dogs now. Tell us, <laughs> oh all my so God. Cool. Hey, puppies, come here. They're all got the big day. You know what? Let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. God's said John Wesley Harding, my little dog, my daughter had overdosed in bed. Yeah. And nobody knew it. He started screaming and barking and yelling and biting her roommate. Her roommate woke up, went, and my daughter was blue. Put her in the shower, gave her a girl named Molly, put her in the shower, gave her CPR, and my daughter's alive today because of that dog. Wow. So it's like about three weeks later, that dog peed on the carpet and uh, my assistants, damn it, none of that. That dog can piss yeah, anywhere. Yeah, yeah, that dog's our angel. <laughs> <laughs> He's our angel. Our fault. We didn't let him out. Oh, yeah. my God. That's right. Oh, my God. It's often human error, isn't it, Danny? There you go. Yeah. So with all your profound, beyond profound life experiences, what advice can you leave us with for our pets, with our little lives here compared to yours? What can we do? With our pets? Yeah, with our love pets. Them. What do we yes, do? Love them. Our pets, we love them. We got to spay and neuter. And we have to do that. I got five. They're all spay and neuter. I'll pay. I'll pay to get them spayed and neuter. We have a uh, an agency here that uh, Claudia runs it. And it's spay and neuter LA. And I I work with them all the time. I go out and, and sign autographs while they're to everybody that's spay and neutering their dog. Wow. You do so many things for the world. I am so very, very, very grateful to you. You have indeed entered our psyches, our collective consciousnesses, and you have raised the vibration of the world. And I am so grateful that I have you right here to talk with, that you've joined us and that I got to meet you in person, Danny. I cannot 
tell you how grateful I am for what you do and for your life. Where do you live now? I live in North Carolina, but I go to LA sometimes. When I do, I want to look right. you up. I so want to get together. Dinner on me, Trails Cantina. Just let me know yeah. when you come. Oh, tell everybody about your restaurant, Danny, so they all know. Everybody, go to- Oh, yeah. I've got four restaurants, Trails Tacos and Trails Cantina. And uh, we serve everybody. we got gluten-free, vegan, vegetarian. <laughs> you can bite into a cow if you want to. we got carne asada, steak, and the best nachos in the world. I love that. I'm so glad your restaurant came up so we could promote that. And I want to, I'm holding up this book and everybody can't see it, but it's my, this book is absolutely inspiring, life-changing, profoundly mesmerizing and deep. It's called Trejo, My Life of Crime, Redemption and Hollywood by Danny Trejo. Everybody has to go out and read it. And Danny, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Danny Trejo is a force of nature. What an honor to have him on our show. And and everybody, hey, feel free to reach out to me at Pet Life Radio or through my website at MeganBlakeOfficial.com or at WeBeginNow.com. You can find everything I'm doing all my YouTube, dog training videos, social media, everything is on my website. You can view my dog training videos on my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Megan Blake. Or, hey everybody, you can meet with me in person for a dog training session over Zoom. My Zoom classes have been covered by Spectrum News and I've gotten fantastic results all over the country. And a big shout out and thank you to our super producer, Mark Winter, for our show here and for our fabulous bumper music that he composed and performed. It's all about sharing kindness with Super Smiley. And to everybody who loves their pets, thank you all for joining us on a Super Smiley adventure. And remember, wherever you are with your pets, embrace your adventure with intention. And after Danny Trejo, I'm going to say joy. Embrace it with joy. We begin now. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.